This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 26. Yeah, it was for the office actually. Well, this is, I, I find it very nice. Yeah. Anton, how are, how are you looking? Yeah, no problems at all. We'll, um, we'll go live when Sky Sports are ready. Okay, I think we're good. Good stuff. Excellent. I'm off to you. Serena, lovely to see you. Yeah. Um, first squad. 2023 look obviously it's not just the Arnold Clark Cup it's a World Cup year how important is this squad in the build-up to the big tournament this summer uh, yeah well I'm, I'm happy we can bring in some more players I think mostly this tournament is very important for the preparation for the World Cup because we play three matches in in eight days uh, so we can see lots of players lots of combinations um, we can try out some things um, and, and we need that information uh, to get prepared for the World Cup. So I'm really happy. Um, and yes, of course, we have to manage the load a little bit too. Talk about the players that are in the squad in a moment, but I want to ask you about some of the players that aren't mm-hmm. in the squad. First off, let's start with the one we knew who wasn't going to be in, which is Beth Mead. How, have you spoken to how is she? Is there a chance she could be fit for the World Cup? Yeah. Well, of course, she had, besides her knee, all other, other kind of issues. Of course, her private uh, situation was very hard. Um, of course, I'm in contact with her. I left the, the knee situation uh, for what it was till now. I just wanted to be her to be okay and, you know, get settled a little bit in her new situation with the sadness that she had around her. Uh, I think, you know, it's it's very short. And first of all, I think now... She has to start up her recovery, which she does. She's doing well. She told me she's doing well. Of course, she uh, she really wants to make it. But first get settled, we get in contact, and then we'll see from there. Uh, I, I, For now, I'm not going to push that. Are you planning without her then, effectively? Is, does, this, does this squad prove that? No, it's, it's a little... Um, that's a little early to say. But um, I, I don't want to push it. She's had so many things... 
uh, going on in her life that I don't want to push it at this moment. And we'll see, you know, how her recovery goes, how rehab, how rehab goes, and then, you know, we'll sit down at a point, and that will be very shortly, and then we we look at the future a little bit. But I don't want to look too much forward right now because she just comes from a very hard situation. January was a fascinating month in terms of transfers in the WSL. We saw some players move like Jordan Nobbs, Bethany England, Lucy Staniforth, all saying a big reason for that is because they want to be in the England squad. Yeah. None of them are in this England squad. Why is that? Yeah. Um, yes, I think, you know, they're competing for selection. Uh, Lucy was a little further ahead, um, but of course we keep an eye on her too. But they're competing for selection. We had, had this conversation with them um, all the time. And uh, I think they're in a, in a good place. They move to clubs and they're playing a lot now and uh, they can improve their game. They're, they're getting settled in a new situation too. And I think that makes it good for competition. But you can't control what your competitors do and what, what choice I will make then together with my technical staff. And that's the situation they're in right now. And um, we can at least see now, okay, where they're at, um, how they are improving, um, what the situation is. And, um, and then we, 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 we combine, or we combine, we look at what, what does a competitor do, and then we make a choice. So, yes, it's good they get minutes, um, but it's, it's, that makes their position better. But it doesn't guarantee that you're being selected. They, they have to compete with the other ones too. We talked about, you talked about combinations and minutes and rotation. Is it going to be difficult for them to make it into the squad for the World Cup if they're not playing in these games in February? Well, I make other choices now. So, um, yes, it's, it's difficult, but it's for other ones difficult too. There's some, you know, some young youngsters are, are again in the, in the team. Um, and they have to prove themselves. Well, everyone has to prove herself. Uh, but we're going to try out some things and, and see some, some more players that we might not have seen a, a lot uh, before. And after that, we'll make up again. And everyone has to show consistency in their performances. So it's not, it's not set in stone now. Uh, but it's, of course, a big step forward because we played three games. It's the first call-up for a while for Laura Coombs. Why have you decided to go for her? Yeah, she's, um, she's done really well with, with Man City. Uh, she has shown so much consistency with Man City and every time she has a very good contribution to the team. She's in midfield and she can also play a little higher and she can play a little deeper, uh, which I think we need a little bit more of that in the balance of our midfield. So that's why I chose to pick her. And finally, this is the first time I've spoken to you since FIFA confirmed this, the World Cup will be a 23-player squad. You've named 26 players here. I know you advocated for a 26-player squad within the talks before the World Cup draw. I know quite a few coaches did. Why do you think FIFA have decided to go over 23 players, especially coming off the back of a men's tournament, which had 26? Yeah, well, I think they, they chose... They, they, well, that's, that's the message they chose to, with talk to stakeholders, and not everyone was convinced that 26 would be a solution. Um, I'm disappointed about that, but we have to accept... Um, we have to accept that, um, that, that decision also. Um, I don't think with going with 26 that would prevent injuries. I think um, you'll just have more, more opportunities then to, to, to balance load a little bit uh, ahead of the tournament when you're already going to Australia. Uh, and you have more options when players would get, get injured. Um, yeah, we, we, the decision had been made now. That's the way it is. And we just take it from here and then it's with 23. 
Is it disappointing, though, not just from a footballing perspective, but from an equality perspective as well? Um, well, it's disappointing because I think in, at this stage, after what we have experienced the last years, that I think it will be beneficial for the team. Thanks, Anton. We'll take questions from the floor. Yep, we'll go to Emma first. Hi, Serena. Um, just sort of going back to the January transfer window, obviously there was a lot of talk about Alessia Russo and her transfer speculation. Have you spoken to her about that and do you have any concerns that you know, she might have perhaps been distracted by all of that kind of you know, transfer speculation talk? Yeah, well, um, yes, I, I, I've spoken to a couple of players and I've spoken to Alessia. I don't think that you could see that she was distracted. I think um, it's, it's another thing that improved or improved that's developing in the women's game that's just a big topic. Uh, where she was now the subject of. Uh, but I went to the game last Sunday. I don't think she was distracted. I think she was just doing, uh, doing her job and uh, very motivated to play a good game. Yeah, and obviously you've chosen four goalkeepers for this squad as well with, with Emily coming back in. What was your thinking behind that? Uh, the thinking behind is that we have... Emily does well. Uh, she, um, she starts a lot at Everton. Um, is a talented goalkeeper and we wanted four to, to see how they also relate to each other. Um, in some training sessions, and of course we have three games, um, and it also has to do, you know, with the development of Emily. And uh, Sandy is in it; she doesn't play that many minutes, and we also want to see how that goes. Yeah, do you think that's really important? You sort of touched on it before when, when you were talking about Lucy and, and Jordan. Um, but players actually going to get regular game time is that something that's really important for you when you're when you're selecting an England squad? Yeah, for, it, that is important to get playing minutes because then at least we can see them. And it's not totally black, black uh, or white because, you know, we want, first of all, quality and consistency. And one of the, you can show your qualities when you play a lot. And, of course, you know, when a uh, certain amount of time a player gets uh, less playing minutes, then, of course, you take that for granted. Because that's, or t you don't take for granted, but that, that could happen. Uh, but when it's for a long period of time, then it becomes hard. Um, so then when you're competing for selection in our team, that makes it even harder because you, how, how can you then show your qualities? So, um, yeah, that's what we talk to about players, what situation they're in. Thanks, Rina. Thanks, Emma. We'll go to Dom. Hi, Serena. Hi. Um, you've got your captain, Leah Williamson, back for this break. Um, how much are you looking forward to being able to work with her again and also have her leadership skills to count on for the tournament? Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to meet the whole team. And I'm very happy she's back. Uh, first of all, she's a very nice person to work with. Um, and, and, yeah, it's good to have your captain back and, and the quality she brings in the team on pitch and off pitch. And it's not, not only for her, um, but, yeah, what I said, uh, I'm happy to, to start working again with the team after I've seen... I haven't seen them for about three months after the November camp, so I'm really um, excited to get started again. Well, you saw some of them at the Sports Personality of the Year Awards. Yeah, well, yeah, that's a, that was fun too. Uh, but now we're in a football environment and I really like to start playing football again. Yeah, f fair enough. Um, the other thing I'd like to ask you about is um, when we spoke to you in December at Wembley, you, you were remembering the Arnold Clark Cup last, um, last year and you said that after the, the draw with Canada and Spain, you, you, you turned to the players and you said, what would we like to do now? Would we like to risk going, going and trying to win the trophy and get one under our... 
and there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. ...belt before the European Championships or not. And you said that they, that they were all in that camp. Um, how are you going to kind of look at the tournament this time? I mean, you've now won two trophies, including the European Championships. So ahead of this, the World Cup, does it more become preparing for the tournament um, in the summer? Yeah, that that was last year too. We were really preparing uh, preparing for the European Championships um, while we're playing the Arnold Clark Cup, and then of course we did really well. We won we won it, and we we go and when we start a game, we always want to win. Uh, but now this is also an opportunity to try out different things to show, to see more players on the pitch and to f- to figure out some more. In, um, uh, connections in the team, so more um, combinations of players playing together. Um, that's th- that's the main thing for us. Uh, that doesn't mean that we don't want to win because we want to win every game and uh, we want to prepare the, the team as much as possible to be ready at the 22nd of July. And I think this Arnold Clark Cup is, is again a big step forward to, um, with the three games uh, ahead of us. That's probably one reason, I assume, then, why it must have felt extra special to actually win the tournament last year, because you, you did try new things out and still won the trophy. Yeah, th- absolutely. And uh, against very good opponents, that's what showed uh, in the European Championships too. Um, and it also showed, like, in our team, we needed a win against a, a, a top a top-level country to show ourselves how good we were, uh, that we, yeah, we got, we got the conviction that we could win. So that... that came with that tournament too, so um, all good things. I hope we get all great things again uh, next week when we, uh, yeah, we're just experimenting a little bit. Okay, thanks very much. Thanks, You're Tom. welcome. Yep, we'll go to Tom. Thank you. Hi, Serena. Um, just, Anton was talking about the squad sizes. I just wanted to go back to that and ask you a bit about the kind of, what that might bring in terms of competitiveness, because there'll be players who maybe look around the squad and will know that not everybody can physically be able to get into the World Cup squad. So do you expect that will bring in an element of extra competitiveness in this in this camp as people look around and fight for places? Yeah, well, may, maybe it brings some, some more uh, anxiety. I think everyone really wants to be part of the World Cup squad, of course. So everyone wants to, to show her best game. And or whether that's, well, whether it's in the game or it's in training sessions or that's at club. And, uh, but it's good to have them in our, our environment and have some more players because for us, we want to get as much information about the player where she's at, on pitch, off pitch, um, uh, to prepare as good as possible. And of course, we follow them all the time at club. Uh, we discuss, discuss it when, we, when you have them in your own environment. You know, you see, you see even a little more uh, and you can also have some chats. So 
I think it's, it's, I feel very nice that we can go with 26, so you have some more, and um, also on standby list, of course. So, and, and it gives information, and at the end, after the April camp, uh, when we, right before we go into our preparation camps, we have to make final decisions, and the more information you have about players, the more you know about them, the better decisions you can make. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks. We'll just go to safety first, and then back to Susie. Thank you. Hi, Serena. Um, Hi. You said that um, you want to sort of set the tone for what comes next with, with this camp. I'm just wondering how you do that. I mean, you, you've had, I know you don't like to look at sort of the stats and everything, that's what we do, but you've had a, a great run since taking over and, and, you know, winning a lot of games, scoring a lot of goals. Do you, is it just about keeping the momentum going from when you've come in, building off of last year or saying this is a new year we've got new players we've got new options we've going to a tournament we haven't played uh, we haven't won or how do you how do you set that tone really yeah i think the players have set the tone themselves all the time too so um you know the, the question about competitiveness there has been competitiveness all the time so it's about the situation it's all it's also said says things about the depth of the team um, that everyone um, in the team, or that's really like on, on the list with the, with the squad and standbys, they get very close to selection, and everyone really wants to be part of the World Cup squad. So they will work hard and do everything to, to make that. Um, set a new tone. I don't think that's necessary. Uh, the, the players who have been at the European Championship and we won it, you know, we will always cherish that. But the world after the, the European Championship changed a little bit. Well maybe a little more than a little bit. And we have to adapt to the new situation. I think we we are favourites, we have been favourites for the for the European Championship and we will be one of the favourites for the World Cup too. We have to be aware of that, we are. But we want to improve ourselves too. We know we can do better. And uh, we're not that just at the top, our top level. We all think that we can do even better and that's what we're working on again. And um, this is a step again uh, next week to show and also to 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 try to improve our style of play, and again um, also get more information about more players where they're at at this moment. And you said that so the world changed a lot after the Euros win, and there was a lot of expectation on England, especially as the home team, and with a new coach who had had success at the tournament before as well. Uh, there's there's even more expectation now since the Euros and going into the World Cup. People are saying who could win it and. That England look like favourites. How, as a coach, do you manage sort of the mental side of that for players who who have that more pressure? Even if they're sort of used to it being professionals, this could be sort of the most that they've they've experienced for England. Yeah, yeah. I think that pressure was already before the European Championship because then everyone said we had to become champion too, and I I was thinking, okay, why would we become champion? Well, we are really good. I knew we were really good, but we had never won a tournament before. Um, so I think that pressure keeps going. Um, and we have to bring it back. We want to perform at our highest level too. So at the end, we just have to bring it back. What do we have to do to make the chance of winning games as big as possible? And that comes to playing well, doing your best, doing it together. And as an individual, do your task as good as possible. And we as a coaching staff, we're trying to, to make yeah, all the things around us, just make it a little smaller. So what do we actually have to do to, um, to play as good as we can, to make the chance of winning as high as possible. And just uh, one more quick one. Um, no Gabby George in, in this group. 
And we've seen her playing really well for Everton and, and playing sort of different positions for Everton and getting forward more and playing a, a role that maybe England don't have the most depth, whereas they've got more at centre-back. Maybe you disagree, I don't know. Um, I was just wondering what your conversations were with Gabby and if, where, if she is in the group, where you see her starting for England or how she can be useful for the group. Yeah, well, she has been in the group, of course, in November. And, um, of course, it's, it's a great person to work with also. And, um, well, I see her as a... She could be left-back, she could be centre-back. And, well, I'm not going to... I had a conversation, of course, with her, but I'm not going to share that with everyone because it's something between her and me. At the moment, um, the competitors on her position, and for us now, she was more left-back. Uh, other ones, uh, I thought they won the competition at this moment. And we, we're following her very closely. Thank you, Val. Thanks, I, <laughs> I should leave. Thank you. <laughs> hey, Serena. Um, obviously, you've said a little bit about Emily Ramsey already, and we've got to see her in the Women's Super League getting regular minutes, but she's played at every level, uh, I think, uh, um, uh, uh, every youth level with England, uh, the under-23s most recently. How much discussion have you had with the coaches about her as a player and the qualities she brings? Well, we've, well we, we discuss every player, uh, so we sit down every week with each other after we have seen the matches and um, we also make clips. Uh, so she's, she, has, she has been on our list for a long time. She has trained with us uh, once to um, last camp before we went to Spain. And um, um, so, yeah, we discuss that all the time. It's, it's just not the three, key, the three goalkeepers that we bring in. It's more than that. So... And now we found it a very good moment to bring her in the team and use the opportunity to bring in four goalkeepers and see where she's at in competition with the other three. And then this time last year, you're going into this tournament just six months into the job. You're now 18 months in. What's, uh, what's your view of the player pool 18 months in this job now? Like, do you f Are you happy with it? Are you happy with the level of the players that are coming up through the youth ranks and, and the size of it now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I'm very happy. Of course, you always want more. You want to. Uh, I think that's normal. But I think uh, what we've seen from some youngsters coming in, they're very talented. Uh, they want to take the step up, and that, then it comes to consistency and, and experience more and more in this environment. So yes, of course, at some points you might, you know, you want you, in in the ideal world you want to have like five options on one position. That's not on every position. Some positions are really strong. And in some positions, uh, we would like to have a little more uh, competition on the highest, highest level. But I think overall, I think um, we're going to have to to um, to make very hard choices uh, when we make the squad announcement for the summer. And it already was really hard to do it now. And, and that's what we want, that people or players are doing so well that it gives us a little bit headache to make the, the choices. Thanks. Thanks, Susie. We'll go to Phil at the back, please. Hi, Serena. Hi. Um, I guess I'm just wondering uh, what you make of the standard of the opposition this this time for the uh, for the Arnold Clark Cup. The teams that you're going to be facing, uh, which I guess are possibly slightly less high-profile teams than than you played in the tournament a year ago. Yeah, yeah. It's around in between the, the, the number ten and twenty on the FIFA ranking. That's what we know too. That's a little bit similar what we. Um, we have in the World Cup. Um, I th I'm very happy with South Korea because it is an Asian country. We have China in the group too. They, they, they play a little different uh, style, but it's, it's, the culture is a little similar. So I'm very happy with an Asian country. Um, they, um, uh, they, they play a diff little different 
Um, so that's good for us to, to adapt to, to the shape they will play. We expect them to play. Um, well, the same with Italy and Belgium. Italy, you know, they've done, um, they've grown very much uh, over the last couple of years. Um, they're tough, tough opponents. They change a little bit their style of play too. So we're really um, interested that what they will do the first game to prepare the second game for us too. Uh, some very good players. Also, their competition in Italy is growing, like towards a very, uh, I was going to a, a very professional competition. So. I think, um, yeah, they, they, they keep improving. And Belgium, yeah, they just missed out for the World Cup, but what they've shown in, at the European Championship, playing Sweden and only losing that 1-0, did a very, very good job. They, they're a tough physical opponent. Who, who, they also want to play football all the time. So I think it will be very challenging games, which will bring us, um, yeah, good matches. Uh, and, and lots of information to, yeah, to get our preparation right for, for the World Cup. Uh, just finally to check, um, Esme Morgan, I presume she wasn't really under consideration because of fitness, is that Yeah, correct? yes, um, I think she's one of, of course, very talented players in our squads, uh, but she, she, has, she has been out for a couple of weeks. She's now returning to play, but we found it too much of a risk, also with three games closely to each other um, or within eight days. Um, we found it too early now to bring her in, first get fit um, and uh, do, do what's right for her health at the moment. Richard. Thanks, Phil. I can't see any more questions from the floor, so we'll end it there and look forward to working with you next week. Thank you. Thank you. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the Pro Pilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times.